you can reach back and we are already whole. This is, you are not this way. These are learned behaviors from the exterior that you have brought into your energy field, into your, that you are now repeating. So you are, if you already see yourself as love, you already see yourself as whole, you just practice it. Good day. Welcome to the Flare Up Show. This is your host, Chrissy Cordingly, and I am thrilled today to have a beautiful guest on. Her name is Andrea Sides, and she's currently uh, living in Mauritius with her children, sort of living, not sort of, she really is living her dream life. She's, uh, she's lovely. She has a real great energy and she you know it's interesting when i think about my work with ignite purpose where it was created by christina because uh companies were investing in training and development hr um leadership and they weren't able to create lasting transformation to the organizations uh andrea found herself sort of at a similar issue on a personal level she was you know, a practitioner, uh, she calls herself sort of a, um, a guru of sorts where she was really studying about personal transformation and finding sort of that deep inner spirituality. And she found through her studies and connecting with different people that she ran into, she was, she was, involved with some really well-known uh people in this world but yet there was a she really couldn't help but notice that there were still people trapped in the confines of their circumstances where they sort of grappled with helplessness that they needed <laughs> they needed these gurus that they couldn't they could only get temporary fixes. They couldn't offer the profound sort of lasting transformation that people really, really yearn for. So she wanted to really start to see some like deep integrated change. And you'll hear us talk about that in this episode about what it means to integrate <laughs> the practice and actually live, live the practice in your life so actually practice what you're preaching practice what you're listening to but also deciding there's so many different variables and types of spiritual practice and i think i've said that word 500 times today i apologize my vocabulary is limited when i'm sick <laughs> a little bit of a cold flu um but i'm here with you because this is time that i love is bringing great conversations to you guys in introducing you to wonderful people. Um, so she started to think about what is, what was her vision of personal transformation and how do we really take control over our destiny while still being flexible enough, have that neuroplasticity to ignite fires see where the sparks are, are flying and to really check in with ourselves with vigorous self-evaluation. So she started sharing some of her wisdom and some of her experience. And what she found was once she started working with people 
she has trouble describing it, but it was almost like her intuition awoke. It was like she became the catalyst for others where they could not only see or hear a vision, but they could feel what it would be like to make that vision come true. And so she really talks about how we create patterns, how patterns are sort of embedded in us based on our trauma. And how do we become what she calls vitality unleashed? And I'm going to let her do the rest of the talking now. So please welcome Andrea Sides of Vitality Unleashed. But first, a message from our affiliate. From feeling broken and ashamed to unlocking potential and transforming your life, it is possible. As you'll see in transformation coach Christina Foxwell's new book, The Glass Angel, Foxwell shares her story of breaking free from shame and fear and finding hope, love and freedom and guide you to do the same. Get your copy of The Glass Angel, a guide to freedom, peace, transformation and growth by Christina Foxwell at ignitepurpose.com.au. That's ignitepurpose.com.au. Welcome, good morning. I'm so excited to have Andrea Sides with me today, and I want her to do most of the talking. So, Andrea, or Andrea, 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 Andrea. Okay, you got it. Yeah, okay, perfect. So, share with everybody a little bit about you. Where do you live? What are you known for? What is your area of expertise? love it. I love it, girl. So I'm over in Mauritius right now. Mm -hmm. And I always like to have the background of where I'm actually at, right? Being completely mm -hmm. present, you know, embracing exactly where you're at, having everything in your life really showing up exactly um, in reality and real in authentic, you know, measures, <laughs> including my background screen. You can dream too. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not dogging that either. I think that that's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but um, I'm so happy, first of all, thank you, Chrissy, for having me here. Really, really appreciate it and um, helping me also um, bringing people back to themselves. You know, um, I am a spiritual catalyst and an intuitive life architect. Now, there's I know that that sounds like a lot, but it is the best way that I've been able to explain what I do. So, um, you know, my approach to my clients, my business, my work is always um, holistic and um, it's as a spiritual catalyst as an intuitive architect right so through my life experience my uh, focused determination to create this inner development and um, be really attentive to my emotional and mental mastery what I've been able to do is access really high universal wisdom, health, and attuned with unconditional love and vitality, which is what we have as Vitality Unleashed Live, where people can experience this for themselves. So there, what we do is we lift life's challenges really by 
showing people how to go inside. It doesn't have to be this, you know, big old scary thing. I think somebody gave me a statistic one time that um, like if you um, had somebody that could have a distraction versus like they would get benefits of doing stuff that was inner work, that a lot of times that people would just go to the distraction. So we got to make things and life's challenges feel lighter. We got to have more fun. We got to have more humor and enjoying life by remembering who you are. It's really, really important to do that because when you start developing these inner worlds inside and you like your inner world more than even the exterior world, you have a lot to bring, right? So, you know, I share my in-depth wisdom and my inner world, my intuitive <laughs> superpowers. Um, my, I have a lot of evolved and, and studied inside and outside uh, psychology. Um, I, people tell me that I have this like genius creativity and through all of these things, I create this really safe space and inspiring people to be able to come out with what is weird and wild and creative, right. And to bring new energy and possibilities into full, like blown action to match who you are within. So I have a really powerful gift of mentoring people, even through like the toughest emotions and situations back to their inner truth and that they can have clarity so that you can ultimately become the change that you want to see in the world. So you're developing this inner world instead of complaining with uh, about what already exists, right? So <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know that that was a mouthful. But no, it's great. It's perfect. It's perfect. I I do want to expand a little more on what you do, but first, I'd like to know how did you discover? It? Are you okay to talk about your personal oh, story yeah. a little bit? I would love to know how did you discover this with you? Is this just something natural that you came around and you were just well adjusted to everything, or how did you learn? No, I just you know so to help others. Yeah. Yeah, I love that question. So it's so interesting because every time that I get on with people and I discuss this, because um, I'm usually helping other people and discussing their childhood traumas and, you know, doing all that. So I really appreciate the question. But it seems like the more and more that I clear in my life and I become more vast inside, more open, um, more neutral, more at that zero point energy, my timelines in the past actually change. So the way that I view is I might say one thing and it really, this does, when you really do healing, this is what happens happens. It's amazing. So I see myself as right now. And what I feel is like, I feel automatically like this incredible warmth within my chest when I go back to my inner child. I know, right? It's so amazing, right? And I remember that I was just love. I loved everybody. I yeah. wanted to make everybody feel comfortable. I wanted people to um, have happiness. I wanted people to be giggly and laugh and be goofy all the time because I was such a goofy kid. I was yeah, goofy, goofy, goofy. And yeah, and, um, you know, I was kind of the odd kid, but I didn't care. Like, and I was like, what happened is through through this is that like, kids would be like, oh gosh, you know, through the rules and regulations that they had. And my parents gave them to me too, but I'm choosing to look at this at a different perspective. I didn't follow them so easily. I tried to people please. I tried to do all of that, 
it just didn't work very much, Chrissy. It, it didn't work very well. Um, and so people, then I started seeing as I got older, these kids judging me for things that they had been taught about rules, regulations, not being rude, you know, doing all of this other stuff. And then they started seeing me as being very weird, very strange. And I could feel that these people were, and these kids and adults were, um, they were in pain. And they weren't listening to something that I was not relating to within. And I took that and I could see that to a certain extent to what kids can see, right? Because we're just in play and creativity and, you know, we kind of roll with the punches. And even when stuff can be traumatic, yeah, it can be traumatic, but we, we bounce back pretty darn fast, right? So, um, so as this went, somewhere along the line, I got lost interiorly also, meaning I was taking people's pain, trying to transmute it. And then I went to a period of taking people's pain and not knowing where they began and where I ended. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I know now is that I was um, creating a very high, high threshold for seeing people, um, taking um, literally my world completely personally um, that I was like, I was so empathic and so intuitive. I didn't know this because I had covered it up with that. Uh, I, you know what I mean? Like I'd covered it up with that, um, with other people's pain. Mm -hmm. And it now I could see that it was making me incredibly um strong, um, integritous, oh, um, the ability to see from many different perspectives and then be able to bring people back. So all of this happened through my teenage years, you know, you know, when you're young, even four, five, six, seven, um, and uh, somewhere along the line in my 20s, mainly in my 30s, um, I started meeting leaders, indigenous leaders, actually, all over the world. I didn't mean to be doing this, but this is what was happening. And they taught me, they started teaching me about how sensitive I really was and that not everybody, even though I just, not everybody, but in a sense, I don't know if I'm saying this right, had such um, a giant space to hold for love mm -hmm. and I just couldn't keep waltz up I couldn't do these things I would try and um it always bit me in the ass always yeah. I could never get away with, with anything Chrissy I could never get away with anything and I would even take the fall for what people you know did <laughs> like what they would do <laughs> I'm telling your story too. I know. Yeah, so, I totally get it. Codependency yeah. Name and yeah. Oh, yeah. to the ultimate degree. And I was so <laughs> sensitive. Oh, yeah, to the ump degree. It is like what they call one of the aspects of codependency. I think they call it ACA, um, adult children of alcoholics, but mine was just yeah. adult children of everyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I took on everything. So I started having this separate, yeah, the separation. And I even got involved. Like I remember, so I was so, people try to convince me that I was like an alcoholic and drug. I tried alcohol um, when I was like 12 or 13 years old. I don't remember. And my parents were so paranoid by how vital I was and how much energy and how independent I wanted to be. And I was sneaking out of the house and I was doing, they threw me in a rehab the day after. The first time I ever drank, this is how my parents try to keep me on a line and they were bless their hearts. They were doing the best that they could, you know, and I probably with all of my energy and what the space of like, it was, it, they were just, they really, I think thought that they were doing the right thing, you know, or they just saw me going down the right because I wasn't really interacting with school and, you know, doing all of that. I was just in my own inner world and uh, wanted to create my own world. And I didn't have the safe space for anybody to help me with that until later in life. And so I kind of demystified that. I defragmented it. I um, got rid of a, most, of, I can really say in my life that I've gotten rid of most of my blocks and patterns. Yes, there's always new ones we really create, but I feel so light and so energetic and so full of vitality. Um, and I can create spaces like where I'm at now. I'm in Mauritius and I wanted to live on a, a tropical island with my children for a year. So I made it happen, you know? So like now I know how to 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 create and take action into to the real world the 3d world but i know that it really starts and i master all of that sensitivity yes. i had to emotionally and mentally master that and i'm still doing it even greater and greater the more people that i'm working the more that um the capacity that i learn this in chrissy people always wonder why am i not big why well i have a lot of integrity um and i check in with myself um my intuitive integrity a lot for myself. And because I know what that is for other people, I don't want to project that on anyone. So I'm always upgrading that. And it's the more and more vast that I get within my inner world. And that feels neutral a lot. But it becomes larger it becomes more and and so now I'm having groups and now I'm starting to I get a lot of downloads and I've created modules with the vitality unleashed that go um to who am I meaning okay these are the five things that I know from working with clients and that you know my spirit has told me through this universal wisdom that needs to be cleared one of them's victim consciousness I could be talking mm -hmm. about that all day and giving tools to people and so what happens is I just step my mind out of this the, out of the way I get this warm feeling I, I have meditations that I connect people with um, so that they can connect with their presence and their inner body and somehow my voice and these modules move people they move stuff out of the way so they can just like be opened again and I don't care if you've been doing it for one year or 50 years I'm not kidding you people I get ranges from people all over and this the frequency of my I've been told my voice and what is said and sometimes it just doesn't make any sense or I'll go into like a song or a vibra I just don't care like I don't care I just allow because I'm not worried about what people think anymore and I just allow this incredible warmness and this un this love just carries through me and I'm creating these modules in uh, who am I um, you know a guide back to your inner self you know um, how you get back to yourself where you actually want to have inspiration to take care of your physical body not through motivation we all know we're moving out of that age and we're moving into this in, in spirit inspirational where you just feel love 
for yourself, like you love your children. We love our children for just breathing. We got to find that within ourselves and yeah. have the inspiration to want to take care. And then we, of course we become better mothers or uh, lovers or girlfriends or community members or whatever, but it's not from the rules that already exist. It takes a lot of kahunas to do that, right? It takes, a, it, it, it does now. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. No, and I love, I was reading on one of your social medias and I love this because it's something that I've been just recently wrapping my head around and it's real unconditional love needs no defenses. And I think we hear this, we hear these sayings all the time. You know, if you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. We, we, we look at the society of polarization and it's a bit of a mind bend though, because, and I'm sure it is for others too, because a lot of us with no love and no protection started with practicing boundaries in order to feel like we could be protective and we could practice love. <laughs> but the goal is to actually move beyond that and get to a place where we don't need boundaries, right? That's correct. Because what happens is the further you go um, within, all right? And I invite people through vitality. And I'm not selling this. I do this because this is my work. This is what I'm supposed to do. And I invite others to join me where all dreams exist where unlimited inner wisdom and intelligence are accessed mm -hmm. wishes are received your health and well-being are like abound right abundance and prosperity are neutral and they're natural right and loving and kind relationships are the norm and your emotions are mastered emotion can love i used to think of like really love was an emotion but but i've come to realize the more and more i ask myself and this is just something for your audience chrissy is if you don't know i mean people honestly how often do you have inspired love for yourself mm -hmm. and people say oh but andre it's going to be so much work if you just took 10 percent of the time that you use in distractions and focus that inwardly and asked yourself some questions like a new decision is coming up mm. um uh interaction with a loved one that might be challenging whatever you ask yourself first what what a person that was in a space of love do and how yeah. can I get there? What does a person with unconditional love, how do they navigate this situation and be able to discern inside of yourself, honestly, where you are on that? Mm -hmm. You do that for six weeks, the momentum starts going and you do it for a year. You don't have to ask it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that the expansion of who we are is completely possible through the self-realization. And that's when we get into real compassion. That's when we get into telepathic, intu intuitive communication, not just like, oh, how cool that synchronicity is. No, we were meant at an evolved level to be this way. So when you're seen like that and you are in the place of love there is no set the boundaries and all of that other stuff everybody's seen and you are in a place of compassion so when you start mastering your emotions and asking for them to be 
elevated. And I'm, I know that this sounds really silly, like simple, but it's, it's tools that nobody, like they're more worried about like, Oh, how do I make more money? Well, this is the way you make more money. And you know what you, you make more money because you're accessing this universal wisdom. So it takes a fraction of the time versus like all this time, like, which would, what do you want to work on? You know, for five years building your business, I think that's wonderful and doing all this other stuff. Or would you rather build your business when you're intuitively charged and you're connecting with people and it happens and you can make money within months, three months, four months, whatever it is that you want, whatever wish that you were or wanting to be received. That's what, uh, sometimes I have to go there, Chrissy. I have to say like somebody that's very, hmm, I've noticed in my work that physical people, and I used to be very physical, like lifting weights in my early twenties. I, I, you know, I wanted to do competitions. I was a full-blown triathlete and, and all this other stuff. And I noticed that a lot of people are physical. They have this spirit they don't mention spiritual. They talk about a lot about mental and body and, and, um, you know, and mindset. All right. So when you start accessing your emotions and you ask to elevate them and you kind of start learning to step back, which I offer people tools to do this, like mm -hmm. real tools to do this, you start asking naturally, how can I be elevated and everybody in this situation this relationship this business mm -hmm. and you wait for the answers you write things down you start developing what you hear intuitively and you come up with solutions that are brilliant and guess what people listen because they we all have this truth barometer inside of ourselves we know when somebody is speaking the truth yeah. We feel it. It has a greater impact with people, right? Yeah. And so when this happens, you are your commanding center that is in your body. It's your heart. You start feeling the heart and your soul and your intuition and your third eye. And whether people get that or not, I, I really, at this point, I really don't care because I don't need to be told whether it exists or not because I know and I have proof and in, in all around my whole life. So, and it's not even a belief. It's a way of living. It's a way of being. It's a way of doing. It's so self-sufficient and sustainable and it adds life versus regurgitating everything that's already existing on the outside. And I'm not saying that it's bad to regurgitate or study things, but we're supposed to add to it our life force energy. And so we create vitality because we're creating newness and we feel like we're part of things and relationships and things like that. So back to the heart center, back into the heart center, back into the heart center. I hear my, your audience needs to back into the heart center. And you start watching your emotions and this gets turned on. Now your center, your navigational is here and it now turns on the mind. You're working with the mind. Now your, now your mind is working with the command center and it can now take action inspired action. It's not the backward. It's not the other way around where we're moving and moving and okay, heart, come on. It's like, I, I see, I get this visual of people pounding this stuff in their head. And if they enjoy it and they like that, if that is their, maybe that is somebody's path. I don't know. It's not mine, but maybe it is to bounce. And if that makes them feel good and if they get real results by pounding that in and then reaching their heart and telling their heart what to do and, um, you know, their inspiration and working with whatever that they have, if that works for them, great. It hasn't been able to work for me. What's worked for me is to look at my shadows, look at what I need to be able to work on, clear some traumas, clear some stuff from the past. And it's just false belief systems, but mm. it's beliefs, period. It's belief, beliefs in general, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
so bad. No. Yeah. So I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I really love this because it's even for myself in the last few months, there's been an additional shift. So when I think about times where I get say angry or worried or fearful now, instead of being like, well, yeah, I have the right to be afraid. And all, instead of that, now I look at where it comes from and it does come from love, right? So fear of death is because I love life and I love me. What's going to happen to me? And that actually makes me feel calmer because now I'm here in my body, in my heart going, oh, I feel love for you. That feels so much nicer than I'm afraid of losing you right? I'm here to enjoy you. Okay. How can I enjoy myself today and make the most out of this life and time we have together on this planet? Right? I, that I kind love of, that. Christy. So yeah. That, well, you know, and I, mm -hmm. no, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was done. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little bit of a hit. So I've got a little bit of hit. So you were saying that like, so, so interestingly, you're afraid of death. And then you said that you got to bring the love back into your body. Mm -hmm. And so, and so fear, I'm wondering, so if people, somebody could hear, do you know what I like a fear? So what is that outside of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So the further that we get outside of ourselves and we get those fear, it's just a, it's like a ding, 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 ding. Where are you? What are you paying attention to that already exists? What are you creating oh. in the future? That's not there anymore. You know, like, you know, just, just things like, you know, just things like that. So fear, I just feel like it's very, it's very outside. It's frontal. Now there's fear like within the body to pay attention. Like you're not being good to your body. You might have a heart palpitation or, you know, something doesn't feel right in your body. Um, okay. The, the initial fear, but it's not supposed to stay in the nervous system. It's more like a, like a warning. And then you can go in through self-realization and clearing techniques. You, and nobody in the U.S., I'm in Mauritius now, but I, I think there's all sorts of laws and things like that. I don't know if you can say that you can heal yourself, but you can heal yourself. Yeah. You can freaking heal yourself the deeper that you go in. And when you say to yourself, when you're looking at outside of yourself and you're saying, wow, that's really, really cool. That girl over there, she has got the nicest boobs and I'm not, I'm not anything. And you're looking at your boobs. And you're like, mine aren't so great now, but I really want boobs. And yeah. you go get a boob up or you say, I want big boobs. I want big boobs. I mean, you could do that, but like, but, or you go inside and say, oh, okay, I want to feel love for myself, voluptuous, and you turn on your sexual energy and you do it this way because it's something you want to, you're probably going to be able to do something there, right? Or you're going to be able to feel sexier in a way that brings your attention to another part of your body or your psychology is going to change and you're going to get the oomph to be able to do those, you know, sit-ups or whatever to lift or be able to, you know, take better care of your body or be able to bring your energy and heal your sexual, you know, I don't know where that came from, but, but yeah. so we can, we can do this with anything, right? We can do this with anything. So are you looking on the outside and then it's okay to get the inspiration, right? I, I would think e even, but what does that really mean for you? Are you wanting that 
for retention and more outside control or whatever? Or are you wanting that for the yumminess of being able to be self-expressed and feeling that vi- that sexual energy, which is just another way of vitality, mm-hmm. um, the moving through the body? Because we all know what it feels like to first, you know, to be in love or to have a good life. And I'm trying to teach people, you can have this like love passion thing all the time. It's not just when you just meet somebody and it's that well, you know, codependent, like all of the attachments. And it's not that you can have this thriving through your body all the time Mm -hmm. because you can turn it on and turn it up when you go inside and you start creating these worlds and seeing people. And then what happens, oh, this is so good. I've never put this in this way before, Chrissy. When you have this unconditional love and this vast space, um, for ex- and this vitality that's in your body and you're connecting with other people. So the way that I connect um, with other people, I'll put this in two different ways. Um, so when I do this, people feel this from me and I look at their highest, where their highest dreams are. I look where the loving and kind relationships, the emotions are mastered, the expansions is possible, where they're already self-realized, you know, their abundance and prosperity are natural. They have all the possibilities and they're fulfilled. I can see them. I can see them. And it's like, I see this energy and I filter this like uh, portal or this vortexual nature. And so that they can get a whiff of it again. And then if they're really, and then I get them into a receptive mode. So I translate the messages and visions, prepare the person for receptivity and channel really powerful energy people feeling alive and I guide people how to remove their own blocks and patterns and give you um, just real world personalized tools (laughs) that practice and bring the like spiritual because people are even right now like what is she talking about okay I get that but what is she talking about so I bring the spiritual and the like the mysterious the esoteric into the heart coherence and intellectual like rapport and the physical health where it feels tangible by Mm -hmm. giving people certain tools and opening up. I seem to open up people's intuition and they start remembering who they are and they have this increased vitality, inspired action, increased self-love, aligning, you know, your career and business, being a real contributor to your family and humanity and your mm-hmm. your community. So there's this self, self so this is my gift, self-actualization. Anyways, we went all over the place there too, but I'm also intuitively picking up what you are wanting to know and what your audience really wants to know mm-hmm. and how this can feel kind of like fun. And since when, you know, I don't know about you, but when I was first, do you remember when you're first getting into like spirituality or you're getting into like the self-realization and everything felt so fresh and you were just hungry for more and the mystery. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the lines, people get grouchy about it. And then they put things down spirit about spirituality and, and the self-development with within versus like this it's very interesting to me it's like you gotta go through that dark night of the soul what were you gonna say yeah Yeah. I know you have something really cool to say about this no no you know it's funny I was just thinking about this today and I think I think there is this movement around spirituality but I think potentially there are some people that are maybe going through the motions and you mentioned this earlier about it's not about getting names out there that it's really about the work that you do. And I think 
I think there's a bit of a dish of, when you get real excited and get into it, it's very exciting and you're sort of like innocent, right? But then you see that even as this world of spirituality is beautiful and it adds so many new layers and dimensions to us as people, we're still whole beings and we still have dark and light. None of us are perfect. We're still going to make mistakes. So there's almost like this like veil that's like, now I'm seeing the whole picture, not just the shiny stuff that got me attracted and got me into it, but now I'm also seeing the other half of it. And then I think we get to a place, as long as we continue on our own path towards what we need and we get to decide, this is, this is me. Maybe that's not me. Maybe this is me. This is what I love. This is what I love. I think then we get to a place of real unconditional love like does that make sense so it's almost like and I think some people get stuck in that disillusionment part a little bit I was there definitely where I was like oh toxic positivity <laughs> and I think it was just maybe because I was still not really being authentically me I was doing I was still learning about spirituality so maybe I was practicing how other people reach spirituality before I realized what my path to spiritual and then it felt when the authenticness connects with it and the realization I think if you can get that past that part does that make sense I don't know if that makes sense I feel like a ramble oh you're muted you're muted Andrea you got oh, so sorry sorry yeah. <laughs> no I I love <laughs> I love I love 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 what you're saying and it's like the um, the shadow work is so important and it doesn't have to be, and the people that are around us a lot of times and that we trust, whether we have those or not, doesn't really matter. You can do it either or. Yeah. Um, but when you become really soft and so, like supple with those things that you see in yourself, um, and sometimes it takes a bang on the head sometimes it takes some humility yeah from people that mirror things back to you that um you trust or that you love and sometimes not at all but you see certain pattern and you're like wait a minute if i'm responsible for what is going on in my life and i've cleaned some stuff up or you haven't what is so to so in order to get these new perspectives it's really important chrissy as you just said like to spend that time figuring out integrating creating that yeah inner world integrate all of it it's so important and it's so important i i as soon as i learn something i have to be careful because i am obviously a huge like inspirer and talker and everything and there's this beauty about holding things for a while but sometimes <laughs> i get things so deep and i integrate them so automatically now like it's like boom 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 i'm moving forward and i'm taking action with them right away before when I wasn't, tr if I could say anything to anybody, trust yourself, yeah. trust yourself and be soft and subtle with these parts of you, some parts of the darkness, some of them, you've got to go right at and you've got to get into the light. You've got to find the light within yourself and transmute them. And I do that. And I'm sure you do your own work around that too, um, which is really, really helpful, but being transparent. And then I want to share with people. I want to share everything that I've learned because I know that it was so profound for me. And I, when I'm changing things inside, I feel like I'm not just changing. I feel like I'm changing my whole environment. 
mm-hmm. my whole, where I walk, where I go, the way I'm looking with eyes, the people that I'm treating, that's a true integration, putting that into action. That was awesome, Chrissy. That was, a, that came from you too. That was a collective yummy dovetail. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was awesome. You know, it's, you make me think of a really beautiful friend of mine. She put it this way and I hadn't really thought of it in this visual before. And I'll often use this with people too. Uh, when I'm coaching is it's like glass versus water glass is great because you can sort of you can see and you're going to try to get to it but you're going to bounce against it hard but if you're water you're soft like you said you're that suppleness you're just flowing around what is there but you're the flow right so it's it's really and it's interesting and this was one of the questions I wanted to ask and it this sort of just fits there it's that being who we are but being who we are in such a softness way where we don't feel like we're fighting with people to be who we are we just get to be but we have this natural I don't know if it's a human thing this competition piece inside of us too even in the spiritual world like I do spiritual best I do that best right like it's sort of like be yourself follow your own path march to your own beat but no not like that do it my way Um, Brené Brown talks about that too. She says it's like competition in conformity. Be like everybody else, but just be the best at it. So how do we cut through some of this man-made soundtrack and get back to our inner knowing voices so we can be that soft and supple love that just exists, like the tree that sort of sways with the wind but never changes whatever's around it? How how do we get it? So there's, there's, there's a module um, with five different other modules, like it's that, so we're coming back to, and this is what I'm doing right now, like, um, and I'm seeing a lot of shift with people, but um, in, in my intuitive sessions and working with people, there are five things, there's five major beliefs. Mm emotions, behaviors, whatever you want to call them, that is really crucial to transmute. And so this module helps people transmute these things because without transmuting them, you have a really hard time with reaching this feminine divine aspect. I don't know why I'm feeling comfortable with saying that with you, but I feel like you've been exploring. I don't know if you've been exploring this a lot or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's part of creating space in our world for ourselves to do that and everything and in business and in all of this other stuff like teach and teaching men to connect with that part of themselves too but Mm -hmm. in order to do that you've got to get rid of victim consciousness got to be aware I I am the catalyst the spiritual and conscious catalyst for that and I've had people very close and very dear to my heart that's really helped me also with that awareness um, and how they like a healthy way to interact with somebody that's doing that that you don't want to participate in that so when you start clearing that you don't even participate it in with other people the stuff you were talking about in the spiritual community or whatever wherever is self-righteousness right it's it's self-righteous i i dare anybody to go look to see what self-righteousness and what the um you know, what the definition of that, but it's like a, it's a feeling of support, like being superior to everyone else and thinking and believing you have to do things also because nobody else can do it as good as you. 
Yes. Right. And then it can also be um, complacency without healthy self-evaluation. And so that can make you that whole thing. Actually, it's a very interesting shadow side. It can make you slack. It can make you lazy. It can make you stagnant, the self-righteous energy. And it's a way of showing up in some places and not showing up ooh, like with this consistency mm. through the life. I don't know if that yeah. makes any sense. Because, yeah, yes, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> You need to be you wherever you go, wherever, like, that's when you know you're on the right path, right? It doesn't matter what's the like, you're just you. You are always loved. You are always you. Yes. Yes. And so, and also, so in order to get to, you know, like this love thing. So another thing that um, out of the five things, I don't know how we'll, if we'll be able to get into all of them now, but they can go to <laughs> Vitality Unleashed and be able to see. But yeah. um, one of the biggest ones, let me think, let me feel which one. I feel like the disloyalty to self or self-identity. Mm-hmm. And let me go ahead and define that because I can say that and you'll go on spiritual podcasts or things. And what does that mean? And, and then all of a sudden people are swimming like, oh, sh- bad word (laughs) like I have that okay oh my gosh and then they start swimming in it and then they have nowhere to go and they just watch this thing and it didn't help them at all like (laughs) like it made it stirred some stuff up yeah so shamed and like they're like oh I'm broken no 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 yes no yes and no like so yes you have a pattern and a block but no, you can reach back and we are already whole. This is, rem- you are not this way. These are learned behaviors from the exterior that you have brought into your energy field, into your, that you are now repeating. So you are, if you already see yourself as love, you already see yourself as whole, you just practice it, right? So this do- disloyalty to self and self infidelity is what I call it. It leads to other infidelities, leads to all sorts of stuff, but it's deceiving yourself and deceiving one self concerning your own true nature and star 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 feelings all right so you are um holding on or practicing even if you think it's harmless because you're passing these things on because you're not integrated if you're if you still are doing things and you're like full-on fledged and playing the part and everything you haven't integrated your 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 own traditions and beliefs i, I i'm not a big thing on beliefs I, I like to stay completely neutral actually on beliefs as much as i can humanly possible i'm not always perfect at it because you know we're human but but holding and practicing traditions and beliefs um even if they conflict with your own and they don't serve your highest truths they this is your time is your time and your timelines what you in your life they you're present and what you're doing right now has a trajectory what's going on the future but also what you're repeating in the past and solidifying and keep on doing so we want to break people out of this these patterns i have a module for that so they're really essentially time eaters and wasters this disloyalty to yourself so just imagine you're being disloyalty to yourself your your self-infidelity your your time eater and wasters you're giving your life force this is why people lose their power and vitality this is why at three o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon you know, they're lifting their faces off of whatever because they're doing all sorts. They're not bringing, I'm not saying quit your job like right now, but bring your truth to your job. You will make it so much better. You will inspire people. We'll change corporations. We'll change energy. We'll change these things because we're adding sustainability. Now I'm going in what the, you know, what the, what the benefits are this. You are whole, you are, you are authentically, you're saying, no, I don't agree with that. I don't have to participate in that. Or maybe, okay, self, how can I come up with 
with another idea or come to this with my manager or with my team or with my business or whatever and spend some time on it for a moment and seeing what feels true for you and try it out. It doesn't have to be everything at once, just one moment presence at a time. So, um, so, and you're not, so bringing yourself back. And it's also the matriarch. I talk about this a lot, the matriarchic energy, a person who continually, this is disloyalty and self-infidelity. So I guess this is the one we're getting into right now. Um, this is a person who continually sacrifices their life force and her value, um, especially for the sake uh, and the principle, um, the, for the principle rather than their reality. Um, always putting others' needs ahead of um, your own. And the day literally runs away from you and runs the life of that person because you have not, you're not, they're not doing the muscles inside, right? It's literally, we are, people are grasping at straws and try to, and it's called, what I call it is controlled chaos. They're trying. <laughs> and then we have no energy at the end of the day to keep ourselves connected, take care of our, you know, basic mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional needs. And this can lead us to feel depleted, you know, low energy levels, not taking care of our physical body and resentful for those that we care for, you know, you know, our, you know, our thoughts, you know, our drawers, our personal spaces, our offices show clutter, they show upheaval, they show disorganization. I notice with a lot of people, when people have this matriarchic energy, even when they're trying to keep everything in perfect, uh, you know, and it's just it's so, so much time is also wasted trying to figure things out. When, if you have this universal wisdom and you're inside and you're trusting your intuition, you find the fastest boom way possible that benefits, if, if this is your intention, everybody in your family, community, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. I hope that was clear. It really does. <laughs> I, I was saying, so I was saying I have a little community and I was saying yesterday to them, I was sharing one of those matriarch martyr victim moments that happened to me just last week. It was my son uh, plays sports. So he plays basketball and right now it's very busy. There's like two or three games a week and there's practices and there's a lot of running back and forth and it's he's 14 he doesn't drive like this is just part of what it is right it's his joy of course and so last week I was getting ready for the for one of the games and I said to my partner okay well we gotta go and he was like no I don't feel like going go have fun and I was like what what why aren't you coming you need to tell him like what's he gonna think and he said I doubt your kids I doubt he's gonna think anything of it like I just I'm tired I just want to like cook a dinner and we can eat a hot dinner ready when you he's like what is the big deal and it turned into this big thing and then finally I was like like I'm freaking tired I don't want to go to this game and I'm mad at you because you get to say no why don't I get to say no and then I'm like why don't I get to say no and I said to my son I'm not gonna come I'll drop you off but I'm gonna go home and hang out and cook dinner with with my boyfriend and he said cool see you later mom like it but it was just those little Love moments it when mom takes care of herself <laughs> <laughs> well and it was funny it worked out best because he actually lost his game and he was quite upset when he got home and now I had rested I had some energy so I could be emotionally available for him to help him navigate. like it just 
it worked out exactly the way it needed to. It was just so funny. I'm like, God, that victim is just like deep in there. It just pops up every once in a while and remind you like, and he, and at first I was really, really embarrassed. The other interesting thing was too, was my partner and I had like a really long talk and it actually brought us closer. He had some similar feelings inside. And so it, it, it was, mm. so again, using the moment, I don't think it's the absence of these things. I think it's, again, do we respond to them in love? So I shared some love for myself, even though at first it looked like anger towards everybody. <laughs> and the synchronicities happen. Yes. Your whole, when you're integrated in love, that shows up in your physical. It shows in your money. Come on, people. What a better motivation do you have? <laughs> like this when I was ta talking about those harmonious things and synergy, it just sounds like words to most people if they're not there. But I'm <laughs> saying this from my experience. This is stuff that I'm talking about through my experience that I am saying and I'm seeing and I'm going, I have to share this with people because it really works, you know, like <laughs> well, it's funny, but just that's a beautiful example. Beautiful, just grounded, just present example. When you uh, when you talked about how it works and how it, you know it, it shows up everywhere else, well, I've been pretty light feeling this last week since that happened, right? And just last night we were out. I went to uh, cash in a lottery ticket that we had gotten for Christmas and won five dollars. So the person at the cashier she asked for my ID, and I'm like, "Do they do this now?" And she looked at my ID. She's like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "She's like, I thought." I thought you were like under 21 and I'm like, I'm going to be 49 Amazing. in a couple months. So, and it was funny. She was like, I thought you were young. I'm like, oh, it's because, and I grabbed, my boyfriend was with me and he's, he's younger. And I was like, I think it's the young man beside me makes me look young. And then she started laughing and then I'm like, oh, it's just my maturity. And we just had such a great little laugh and a giggle and it was, it was fun. But again, it's just that like, and that's part of the feminine energy too. And it's in balance. It's that attraction where you talk about attracting money, attracting opportunity. It's not for the purpose of having, it's just that flow. Things naturally flow where there's love. Oh, yeah. Yummy, 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 yummy. And when you feel lighter, <laughs> you look, you, 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 when you feel lighter, you look younger, you feel younger. The way you come off is play more playful. It's more humorous. It's more light. Like, like, yeah, this is a lot to look at. And, but you got it. Like when we're looking at disloyalty to self and we're looking at all these victim conscious, we have to have those moments of the dark night of the soul in that moment, though there's the dark night of the soul is like all come, but you learn how to get really good at this, this thing called love and the masculine and the feminine within and that's a whole different step we won't go in there but um it's two. it's we'll beautiful part two yeah <laughs> you're so sweet yes, but it's very <laughs> it's, it's it's so you're so beautiful Chrissy and you? you're really thank doing you. thank you yeah you're welcome you're giving real life like and we're doing that we're doing it like giving the esoteric a name and how this can uh, affect people at their kids you know practice or you know with their loved ones and their relationships and there is a soft when you take care of yourself too you are able to when it is not taking care of, when it is also 
like planned and you say, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to feed myself this really cool smoothie, or maybe it's not great food. It might not be the best food, but if you infuse your food with love and that you say, please be, uh, I love you be, this is God, I'm going to turn you into like, I don't care if people think that this is weird, but you would be, you, it's your, your, your mind and your thoughts and energy go to and play flow together. And if you don't think that you can create, like that's already been proven, like with water, you can change the energy of it and things like that. And so I'm going into the esoteric again and more of the, like the energetics and then bringing it here, just watch for yourself and mean it. Like, and instead of putting guilt and shame around the food that you're eating and putting in yourself because you couldn't do it, or if it was like, there's nothing around, or you're not, you're, you're not in a great habit yet. Start with blessing your food. You watch what happens. Why? Because this is, you already have it. You don't need to feel guilt and shame and, you know, and the inner critic, it was self-judgment and all these other things of what you're eating and what you're actually putting in your mouth. Okay. So what? It's a pattern. It's something, ah, oh, crap. Here I had to go again. Here we go again. All right, food. Can you please match? Okay, clearing and transmuting through all time, dimension, space, and reality every time that I feel bad and any stories that I'm telling myself about food, clearing and transmuting through all, and I do this and on a lot of our health modules and going and being able to sit still with yourself, appreciating, even as a McDonald's, I don't care. I don't care. No, no offense to any of it. I don't even want to put bad stuff to McDonald's because you know what? Guess what? You do. You create more energy and negativity around that. If people only knew that they, the, the best of them, like, see, I have this shirt on, love your mother. I don't say like, you know, stop, you know, air pollution or, or you know, or everything's going bad in our world and things like that, because I know how powerful that I am. And we keep putting energy towards that instead of like empowering ourselves and the solutions the same with our food. It's with our families. It's with our relationships. If you put energy into what's not working, you're supposed to, you can see what's not working and then say, Ooh, feel what you're feeling, own your emotions and say, boom, how is this going to benefit? We're going to go all the way around. How's this going to benefit me and the situation? How can I upgrade or can I um, enhance to feel better emotions without pushing yourself? Just ask yourself the question, sit with yourself for a moment, ask for light to come into your body, be, be present because most of the time that's what all that wants anyways, is it needs some attention, clearing and transmuting through all time, dimension, space, and reality, or your own clearing tool, clear, cancel, delete, whatever that you want to use. And it's not even so much the words, it's the intent. It's the energy, the thought that changes that moment right now. Mm-hmm. It's changing the way we feel and then using our mental abilities to be able to come up with something into action with our food. We're giving it a blessing. Please enhance my body. You know, I know I probably feel like you're my, not the best thing in the world for me, but can you be, can you be the best thing in my, in my body for me and enhance? I've done this with some really yucky food or like I'm be like at a fair or do something with my kids or I'm at a new country or whatever. And I do not know what to eat. And I might have to go to a place that I'm used to in the U S because that's what I, I'm like, it might, it might be whatever excuse it is. I, I will always usually find something that feels good, but if not, then I'm going to create it. Yeah. I'm going to create it because I'm putting intention in that moment and forward and going forward and mm-hmm. forgiving myself for the past 
and I'm uh, giving myself attention for the bad choices and that it's okay. And now I have the power to be able to put this energy into this food or this relationship or this whatever it is. Another great little tidbit, right? For our people, Chrissy, right? Like it's that you just boom. I telling you, I love the spiritual catalyst. It was like you, you, you <laughs> drop things that are going in your life and you really mean it and you can feel your heart and then well, let's catalyze it. Boom. Absolutely. Boom. I love it. I love it. So where can people find you, Andrea? Oh, thanks, Chrissy. So vitalityunleashed.live, and we're going to get Vitality Unleashed live. Um, I think that we already have it. Um, go in and sign up for a, a masterclass. Well, yes. I don't really like the name master, but that's what seems to be going. It was like, <laughs> seems so people really relate to that, but it's an intuitive read. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there are some recordings on there. Sometimes you will get me live if I'm available. Um, mm-hmm. I'll hop in there. I give a meditation and you go in and you get five, you get uh, six hours of modules that will literally change your whole perspective on where you are right now. It's incredible. And you can see all the testimonials and it hits on um, the inner self spirituality. It hits on health. It hits on all the major things that you always hear. Um, But in a very eye-opening and inspiring way that you probably, people probably, uh, maybe they've, uh, they've hit upon it, but it just is like, wow. And it gets things moving and shaking. And then we do group events on Facebook. We do groups together and um, for collective and a lot of childhood trauma stuff gets cleared through that. And we come out and play and um, be more creative and people feel very light and it pulls the root from, from whatever it is. So if you have unworthiness issues or you have a victim issues or disloyalty to self and self, we, we focus on that um, issue. I'm able to intuitively um, see where this comes from, uh, who you got it from, what age age. Um, and it's, I get all these different visions and I'm able to articulate these visions where people can relate and it takes them back to these certain points and it just pulls that root all the way out. And then you literally go forward in life and you feel completely different about that subject. And it's amazing how different everything in different parts of your life look, because you've just cleared that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And if you, if you could leave one thing with our audience to remember from this time that they've spent listening to this, what's the one thing you would want them to most take home from this? Ask for the truth. Hmm. Seek the truth within. Yes. Ask truth, 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 truth. It's even above love sometimes. Truth and love. Yes. Truth, love, clarity. Truth, love, clarity. Truth, love, clarity. Bring your, bring all my energy back in this moment. Truth, love, clarity. Do that mm-hmm. in any moment. Bring all the love. Bring every. Bring all my power back into my body. Truth, love, clarity. Yes. And then illuminate. Take the heart and make your heart go out like the sunshine. And and take up your whole area. Take up the whole mall. Take up your whole house. Take up your whole. Walk around with your shoulders back and and not hunched over. That was more than one, but that's what, cool. that's what I would, it's changing. Yeah. Little Care Bear stare. I love it. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome, Chrissy. Bye. See you later. Thank you again, Andrea, for your time and for your energy. Don't forget to go check out her website in the show notes, but look for 
Andrea Sides, Vitality Unleashed. She's easy to find online on many different platforms and social media handles, uh, but I also will be in the show notes. Next week, I'm excited because we're going to change a little bit towards one of the ways we can integrate great healthy practices into our life, and that is through doing great at vacationing. <laughs> and I know vacation can be a tricky subject because obviously there are time and money constraints, but I have the lovely Jenica Day from Vancouver joining us and she teaches people the science of vacationing and how your vacations can not only make you happier, but also keep you healthier, prevent disease and keep your brain nice and and flexible neuroplasticky. Um, that's not even a word, but you know what I mean. So she's going to talk about some of the myths that when we talk about vacation, we're like, it'd be nice when you know the money or the time. There are myths that we have to travel to vacation, that we must sacrifice vacations to be successful, that we must vacation for long periods of time, and that we must spend a lot of money on vacations. So she's actually going to go through those and she's going to talk about the three phases of the vacation cycle. And she's going to talk about really how she was a, a teacher in international schools and then transitioned to a fast paced career in e-commerce. And now she lives in Vancouver with her beautiful husband and children and sort of what she has learned through personal experience because she was a world traveler. She was an athlete, science lover. She collected lots of degrees and she's been experimenting with her own work recovery and decided that she really loved the idea of becoming a vacation expert, not a travel agent, which I actually was. I don't know if anybody knew that at one point in my career a long, long, long time ago. So that will be next week. So definitely I... <laughs> I mean, I daydream a lot. To me, that's a little personal vacation, but <laughs> I'm really excited to see what she says because I would definitely like to feel like I'm vacationing more. I think that's a really great goal to have. And if there's a way that we can do that without a lot of time and money and work our way up to some of those bigger travel traditional vacations, that would be amazing. And I know definitely at this age of my life, it's, it's, yeah, I want to stay healthy and I want to stay energetic and I want to have the quality of life where I can be out there, busy, living life, experiencing a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so join us next week. New episode every single Thursday drops. So make sure you have auto download, subscribe so that you can get these lovely podcasts fresh to you. Uh, just in time for the weekend. Take care. Thanks again.